You've heard the pods. Now see the smods. Csmod.com, your one-stop shop for tickets and info to all upcoming live Smodco shows. Check out Kevin Ralph on Babylon at the Improv in Hollywood on Friday, November 18th. Supernova Adelaide in Australia gets Jason Mewes November 19th and 20th. Babylon back at the Improv in Hollywood on December 9th. Jay and Bob get old in Colorado. They have a sold-out show on Sunday, December 11th in Greenwood Village. Catch an evening with Kevin Smith for two evenings, actually, December 11th and December 12th in Greenwood Village, Colorado. Jay and Silent Bob get old December 12th, south at the Landmark in Colorado. Fort Collins, get ready for Jay and Silent Bob get old on Tuesday, December 13th. Solo Kev in Colorado Springs on December 14th. Colorado Springs gets Jay and Silent Bob on Wednesday, December 14th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Denver, Thursday, December 15th. An evening with that Kevin Smith in Denver, downtown in Larimer Square, Thursday, December 15th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Telluride, Friday, December 16th. Kevin Smith dropping by Breckenridge on Sunday, December 18th. Bookmark csmod.com and we'll see you in your town soon. Everybody and welcome to ISO Comics, we look at comics report with Mike and Ming broadcasting from the home of the comic book man, Jane Sapop, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is the invincible, the uncanny, the amazing Mike Sapsic, everybody. How can I live up to that? I have to. You've already you know, lived up to it. All right, cool. Somebody's going to come in with a gun and try to shoot me. And just You've like already it. lived up to it. We were just at a con this weekend, the amazing Rhode Island Comic Con. The number of people that come up to us. Say they love and listen to the podcast. That's that was that amazing. Oh you, my god! Um, that alone, I would say in the hundreds. Yeah, hundreds. Yeah, well, let's uh, get into the thousands, the millions. I would love the millions, but the the hundreds is amazing. And uh, thank you so much for yeah. for listening to us, everybody. We love you. And uh, just quick thing. Yes. Quick thing. Yes. Today's I sell comics. It is. Brought to you by Audible.com. Yeah, the amazing, the invincible, the, 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 uncanny, <laughs> the uncanny Audible.com. Audible.com. As um, a matter of fact, I have to tell you a little story. All right. Um, about Audible? About Audible.com. Okay. So I'm I am a member. I, I've been a member for uh, a couple of years. Okay. Um, you love audiobooks. I, I, I love books. You, you love books, but I, above all, I, I've seen you... You have like books on tape. I do. Tape I have books on tape. I, well, I have a cassette in my car. Right, you have a tape car. deck, yeah. I do. It's weird. And uh, I, I have books on tape. I have books on CD. Right. Um, audio, uh, audible.com makes it easier for me right. to listen to whatever I want to yeah, listen to. Yeah, you put to. them on your freaking iPhone Plus now. Yes. If you're driving. S Plus, dude. You got a long drive? Let's say to, I don't know, Rhode Island uh, Comic Con. Yeah. It was a four-hour drive up there. I don't know how many hours back. Uh, it was <laughs> seven back. Yeah, uh, it was freaking traffic. Freaking traffic. Freaking freaking Teterboro Bridge. Right. Um, but it was um, lessened. My anger was lessened. Okay. By listening to Audible.com, right. I was listening to Christine by Stephen King. Really? Yes. About the, the killer, killer car. car. Yeah. I'm like, if I was driving Christine, you'd all be dead. Yeah. Um, and and but tell the audience how easy it was to download and listen. to It the is audiobook. so easy. You go to Audible.com/slash/sellcomics. You get a free audiobook. You. It's a free 30 day trial. trial. Yeah. You don't like it? 
Yeah, so you cancel. It, you cancel it, but, but I don't like, think I don't think you're gonna cancel. You're gonna like be like, it. I want more. I remember Mike signed up. I was like, I'm not gonna like this. Two I'm and not. a half, three years later, he still loves it. I'm still loving it. Um, I have uh, an entire library of Stephen King books. Yeah. I have an entire library of F. Paul Wilson books. Right. I have oh, the, um, the varieties. Robert McCammon on there. Any anyone that if if you want to read it. Audible has it. Oh, yeah. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more. Get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial at audible.com slash sellcomics. Have you want? Have you been pining to listen to Jim Gaffigan's Dad is Fat? Right. It's on there. Yeah. Do you want to listen to my favorite book, uh, uh, Ready Player One by Ernie Klein? It's on there. You better believe it is. Diary yeah. of a Wimpy Kid. There it is. I mean, you don't is get it, those. Is it things. on there? I don't know. It should be. <laughs> if it's not, <laughs> it should be. How do you diary of a wimpy kid without the little drawings and stuff? I don't know. Yeah. Do you want? Do you want? Um, do you want John Grisham's The Client? The hell! The hell you the don't. Hell you do. No, the no, hell you, you don't. Oh, the hell you don't. The hell you don't. Yeah. The hell you do. No, yes, the hell you don't. Yeah. Or do you? Or a little closer to home? Do you want the Tell Him Steve Dave Fairy Re 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 Theater? Of course uh, you do. A, a retelling of some of your favorite fairy tales as done only as only as Tell Steve Dave can. That's true. You I got I got to tell you guys if you don't have the don't re, have re, re re fairy tale theater on there then your life is not complete. Sunday Jeff at his best. You can no, get it. No, no, Sunday Jeff still got the best up his sleeve right okay. now, I'm telling you. All right. Well, you can get it free by going to audible.com slash sell comics. Right. Don't forget, membership includes one free audiobook a month, exclusive sales, 30% off all regularly priced audiobooks, and unlimited access to channels content. Audible content includes an unmatched selective selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, everything you could possibly want. Free apps for iPhone, iPad, Android and Windows Phone. Download and listen on any iOS device, iOS, Amazon Fire tablets, Windows Phone. Unlike a streaming or rental service with Audible, you own the books. Well, that was, where are you reading this? Wow, that sounded good. Yes. <laughs> I, I must not have that page. Access but, uh, your books anytime, anywhere, right from your smartphone. You're able to do it on a plane. Yes, easy. You don't need a cassette tape or like <laughs> a CD, freaking CD player. I know. You don't have to bring your... Uh, actually, I saw somebody today, or some today, uh, this weekend, with a, an old tape recorder. Yeah, it was a, actually, that was a cool story. It was a kid. It was a blind dude. Yeah. And he said, he was with his dad, I think, and his dad was like, well, this is his version of a selfie, yeah. his version of taking photos. As he recorded uh, our interaction, and he's like, you know, we'll go to through two or three tapes at a con, and he'll go back and listen to it. And I'm like, wow, man, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But the really cool thing, and getting back to Audible, yeah. who's sponsoring us, yes. kindly, uh, they also have a huge, huge uh, selection of podcasts, the best of news, much, much more. It's handpicked and continually refreshed. It's it's geared towards you. Amazing. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. With an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more, you'll find what you're looking for. Get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial today by signing up at audible.com slash sellcomics. And you can be like me, listening to Christine in the middle of traffic. Yes. And read by the uh, amazing Graham Holter. Yeah, and you know Mike, he he goes insane when he has to when he's stuck anywhere. Oh, yeah, he it's, goes it nuts. Was, I was nuts, man. This time didn't go nuts. Didn't go nuts. He's it listening was listening to Christine. Listening to Christine, and is uh, it read by Stephen King? 
No, it's read oh. by the great Graham Holter. Didn't I just say Oh, that? yeah, you did. Okay, sorry. You're just not paying attention to me. No, I'm not. Much like most of the podcast. I'm not, but hopefully you're <laughs> paying attention and yes. audible.com slash subcomics. Free book with 30-day trial. Do it. Sign it up. Do it. Do it now. You'll thank us later. All right, I got a lot of news here. All right, Ooh, let's talk good, about news. It's a good news day. We'll start out with this one. Uh, Mike, are you a friend of the Inhumans by any chance? Hey, who isn't? <laughs> I got to be honest with you. Uh, when they teased them on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Sure. last season, I believe it was. Yeah, I mean, it's I been was a like, tease since the first episode, though, really. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and Yeah, it's so our friend J. August Richards in that first episode. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, I think he might be an Inhuman. And that's true. I think they might. I don't know. They never mentioned the word Inhuman. They, they might. No, he was a special. Right, a special. He was a special. Yeah. Um, yes, they, they were teasing that uh, he, he might have been a mutant, an enhanced human, much like they do with um, a bunch of the other, other you know, people in the Marvel shows on yes. Netflix. You're, you're supposed to believe that they're, um, they've got the, the gene that allows them to survive, you know, like a gamma blast. Yes. You know, most people would get cancer or just be killed outright or by a bomb. eviscerated, yes. Um, not these guys. Not these guys. And there was also talk about, you know, back in the day, like everybody's sort of a mutant. Right. And since Marvel does not own the rights to, or the, the um, cinema rights, big, small screen, to the X-Men anymore and they can't really use the word mutant mm -hmm. they skirt it right. a bunch of places right. so yeah. it's like Zuve no, no zombies they're Zuvembis Zuvembis or he's a living vampire he's a living yes. vampire yes um, they skirt the, the issue by making them possible in humans right and since Marvel will not get the rights back anytime soon they no. do swap out sometimes uh, characters yeah. like I just found out that um, Deadpool the producer of Deadpool switched out so they could use uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yes, that was one of my news items. That's right. They switched it out with Ego, the living web. Uh, Ego, the living. They traded uh, planet. They traded, yeah. which is pretty cool. It's sort of like uh, baseball. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Back to the Inhumans. Uh, previously announced as a film, they're, they said, hey, man, we'll make it an And they threw movie. them back to the, the back of the, the pile. Right. Like uh, 2020, they weren't on their initial slate. Right. However. And, however, <laughs> I think they're doing something that I think is a, a much better move. They're moving them to TV. Yes, and movies, but TV right, right now. TV right now. Uh, we, it'll premiere on ABC on November 2nd, 2018, but they're doing, they're releasing it in a very unique way, I think. Okay. And they're shooting the first two episodes in IMAX, and they'll be released in IMAX. The first in two a theater? In a theater. Wow, yeah. that's genius. Yeah, it's cool. That is absolutely smart. Yeah. So it's kind of a, uh, a way to get IMAX involved. Uh, one of the first kind of IMAX TV crossovers. Very cool. We'll see if it works. It's definitely different. Yeah. It's definitely I, different. I give them props for being original. Yeah. And plot-wise, uh, it says here, uh, Marvel's Inhumans will focus directly on the adventures of Black Bolt and the royal family. Nice. Or how excited are you for this? Very excited. I'm, uh, I've always been uh, a fan of the Inhumans. I always, when I was a kid, when I was like eight or nine years old, I assumed that the Inhumans were mutants. Right. And whenever you, because... Um, Back in the day, we didn't have the cornucopia of mutants that are around now, like everybody. Like even Marrow is, you know, a mutant. Right. Marrow, who in the X-Men could um, extrude bony spikes out of her body to use as weapons, yeah. which I would assume has to hurt 
Gotta suck. It doesn't doesn't sound. It, do, it sounds painful. Yes. It does sound very painful. But back <laughs> in the day, there were like 135 mutant males and only like seven or eight mutant females. Right. So I was like, wow, that's weird. And I, I was counting Medusa and uh, Crystal yeah, as uh, two of them. I, I would count them, but you don't. They're not. They're, they're never. They're inhumans. They're, yes. they're not mutants. Right. So. So essentially what the difference between a mutant and a human are uh, mutants have uh, a mutant gene and it comes out around puberty for anyone who's I'm I'm sure I'm. Oh, are we doing? We're going. We're talking science now. We're okay, ta- well, okay. we're talking. We're talking geek science. All right, give me the science. So the the mutants at puberty, their uh, mutation emerges, whereas an inhuman has the potential to be whatever, but they okay. have to go through a transformative process right. called the Terrigen. Um, Terrigen genesis. That's what they used to call it. Now it's like the ter- You have to be immersed in the Terrigen mists. Right. So um, only. You know, when they come of age in the human um, community, can they go through the the Terrigen mists and, okay. and become whatever there, they're going so to So there's become. your distinction. Very big distinction. There's your, there's your designation point. It's sort of like uh, going through a bar mitzvah and you become a man right. for, for people of the Jewish faith. Yeah. Um, that's The Inhumans have their own their, their bar, bar mitzvah. mitzvah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much bar and bat. So. <laughs> Mazel tov. Mazel tov, exactly. <laughs> Mazel tov, you've got wings. Mazel tov, yeah, you right. can't talk or you'll destroy the world. Yes. So, yeah. All right, do they crush a glass? Like, uh, or I don't know. I don't know they, what they crush. They, or they crush another inhuman. Or they yeah, crush somebody's the, skull. They crush the human population. Right. Uh, no, yeah. they've been... And now Marvel, getting back to what I was saying before, Marvel is now shifting focus off of the X-Men, which was their flagship title right. back in the day. Right. That was their... It was the number one seller. Yeah, but TV and movie-wise, they don't own them. So they don't own them. Like, well, and this. same with the Fantastic Four. The reason why they retired the Fantastic Four after Secret Wars yeah. was they're like, we're not going to be giving any free publicity no. to uh, to Fox because it, it helps their brand, doesn't help ours. Right, which stinks because I like the FF. Com- right? Exactly. Comic books are a lost leader. They, um, you know, they, they put them out because there still is a market for right. them, but it's not a huge... You know, uh, source of revenue for them. Sure, it generates content for the movies. Yes, but it doesn't generate a lot of bucks coming into their pockets. Right, movies—that's where the money's at. Yes, that and toys. Marketing, (laughs) marketing of the toys. Toys, toys, toys. Yes. So they're shifting that now. It's we've got a couple things coming up. Inhumans are are trying. They're trying to push the Inhumans at the forefront. Yeah, that's why we've got so many Avengers titles. Uncanny, new. All new, all different, and you know, just regular Avengers. Yeah. And now, pretty soon, we're going to have U.S. In, Avengers. Right. So, they're trying to get more grist for the mill. Yes. You know, more content for you know what the cinema can use later on. Right. Because they're they're picking and choosing what they use from all the the stories that have come before. You know, Stan and Jack, and Stan and Don Heck, and you know, Roy Thomas, and all those guys. Yeah. You know they're they're mining that stuff. Like the Vision was not created by, um, he was created by Ultron, but he wasn't. Ultron wasn't created by Tony, Tony Stark, Stark and, and Bruce Banner. Yeah. He was created by Hank, Hank Pym, Pym in yeah. the comics, which I think is a lost kind of yeah. 
Well, it's a lost plot point. So, had a lot of stuff going right. on. Um, you know, yeah, sometimes you got to sacrifice. Sometimes no, you, you don't. But uh, <laughs> yeah. you, they felt it's the Marvel thought they. Did. It's the suits, man. The it's suits. always the suits. All right, I hear you. But Inhumans as a TV series, it makes more sense. I believe. Sure does. I think uh, just the number of characters, plot lines, so many. Yeah. Triton, Gorgon, uh, Karnak, Queen Medusa, yeah. King Black Bolt, Crystal. Lockjaw. I want to see Lockjaw. You'll I see think Lockjaw. that's going to be pretty I think you'll cool. See some Lockjaw, but yeah, too much to tell in one two-hour movie oh, yeah. or whatever, or, or even a movie series. That... Yeah, you've got to you've got to have your backstory. You've got to have yeah. all sorts of stuff. But unfortunately, and, they're going to be able, they're going to have to sacrifice because the Fantastic Four were a big part of right. the Inhumans being. Oh um, yeah, okay. Being thrust into the Marvel universe. Yeah, so right, these right things, rights. They're killing me. They are. I'm telling you, they're killing they're, me. But it, occasionally. The two sides can play ball, actually. That's right, with that's, the ego, the living, living where, planet, yeah, that's, and that's where the trade comes in. So, uh, Deadpool wanted to change the powers of Negasonic Teenage Warhead, and they weren't able to legally unless Marvel okayed it. Mm-hmm. And um, Marvel was like, "Oh yeah, all right, well, we'll, we'll you want to do that? All right, we'll sure, we'll let you do, let you do it. Uh, we're going to need something back, though." Yeah, and that was the rights to Ego, the Living Planet. Um, and they're like, and I'm sure that Fox was like, sure, go ahead. Ego, yeah, the living like, planet. Who, 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 yeah, yeah all right, that's gonna it's work. It's gonna be a sacrifice that's, for us, that's, but that's, go ahead. Yeah, they, they didn't see that as their like big money, you know, no. uh, losing a big piece. Now, so they may be kicking themselves now after we they see Guardians will be, too, but, I'm sure. But what even more interesting, I thought, was James Gunn wrote a whole Guardians of the Galaxy two script. Ego, the living planet, huge part of it, right? Played by Kurt Russell, I Kurt believe. Kurt Russell, yeah. And then he was like, hey, I, I've written a script that's great. Um, They're like, hey, this is fantastic. We don't have the rights to we don't go to the living the, planet. He's like, what? I, I, I thought we did. Like, how, how on earth do we not have that? the rights to that? Like, we sold them to Fox years ago. I know. And it's so weird because just the entanglements, because Ego was introduced in Thor, yeah, which would make him part of the Thor canon rather than the Fantastic Four. But the Fantastic Four, he's, uh, Ego is more closely associated with right. just because... But then again, we get into the the whole um, you know Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver sure. thing, which Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver were introduced in the X Men. Yes, but again, we had some ball plan there because they ended up in the Avengers because yep. they they were Avengers, right? You know, for a very long time. That's how you you know Scarlet Witch was a mainstay for yeah. you know hundreds of issues, right? So, boom, yeah. So you uh, play ball. Quote from James Gunn, director, Guardians of the Galaxy two. When I pitch, uh, when I first pitched Ego as Peter Quill's father, I thought we owned the character. After I'd worked out a very elaborate story with Ego the Living Planet as a very important part of the Marvel Cosmic Universe, I learned that we didn't own, we actually didn't own the character. I had no backup plan, and it would be nearly impossible to just drop another character in. Thank God Fox came to us and wanted to make a trade. Nice. It's cool that you just trade. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. They do it in baseball. They do it in hockey. They do it in football. And they do it in the Marvel and And Marvel and uh, the Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yeah. It's great. So I'm glad that I'm glad that worked out. Yes. Um let's see. Where let's see, where else do I want to go? I got so much stuff here that's like really exciting me. Uh well okay, speaking of T V series, uh Why the Last Man. Yes, I heard picked up by FX. Picked up by FX. They have a showrunner. They're gonna try to get this one off the ground. Let's see if they you know what? No Shia LaBeouf. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, if I may make one suggestion, if anyone out there in FX land or the showrunner is listening, who is their showrunner, by the way? I don't have his name here. Oh, they I'm, I'm they a didn't, horrible journalist. They didn't say. But that's all right. 
He's well, he's done some cool stuff. We're no tell him Steve Dave. No. So okay. Um and Johnson's saying, and don't you forget it. He's he's sitting in his underwear on a couch listening to us saying, Don't you forget it. Um doesn't matter if the showrunner is listening. Please don't stray too far from the comics like they did yeah, with Preacher. Yeah. Okay. Uh, his name is Michael Green. Michael Green. Michael yes. Green. He is, don't um, stray too far from the comics. And uh, Green's actually showrunning uh, the Star's adaptation of Neil Gaiman's American, American Gods. American Gods, yes. So he's no, he, got, he knows the he's got some two cred. adaptation. He's got some cred. So, but yes, Mike's Mike's <clears throat> only advice to you is do not stray too far from the source material. Yes, please don't. You, you got it right there. Yeah. It's damn good. I mean, at the end of Preacher, they finally got back to it, and mm-hmm. I'm very glad because we got season two out of it. Yes. So I'm, I'm looking forward to Preacher. Not that... Um, Season one was bad. It just was different, and it was very jarring. Right. You know, I don't. I don't want to go and, and bite the yeah, hand. Mike doesn't like change. So. I don't like change. He doesn't. I love this headline uh, from Gizmodo. Why the Last Man TV series as a showrunner may really actually happen. All right. <laughs> you and I we're both big fans of uh, Brian K. Vaughn. Huge fan. Right? Yes. He's probably my favorite comic book writer. My okay. favorite writer of anything, really. All right. And he's um, one of my top. 10. Yeah. Why Last Man, one of my favorite comic book series. True. Uh, one of my favorite finite comic book series as right. a beginning, middle, and an end. And uh, there's a there's an evil Dr. Ming in the seri- there is, series. There yes. is. So, like, how can you not, how could you not, how could I not love this? I you definitely should. love it. Uh, earlier they had talked about it as a movie with Shia LaBeouf. This is way back in like 2008. Yeah. Before the meltdown? Before the meltdown. Okay. Just, I don't see it working as a two-hour movie again. It would I not. Don't you see need, it. no, you need Episodic, um, yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's episodic. Yeah, unless you're you're gonna make like ten movies. Yeah, which I would no, you don't recommend. Need to. You know, you don't need that's to. what I think you can knock out. Why last man in say four or five seasons? Yeah, and and, and let's five, make it six because you want to have that money. Okay, five, who wants the money? The suits, man. Oh, and we want money want too because when once that hits TV, people are gonna flock in here. Yeah. Oh, let the, me give me the comics. Buying up the trade paperbacks yeah. like it's Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah, man. Imagine that. So where are they in the Why the Last Man? Yeah, like, where are they in the series? And, book you know, three. Yeah. Can't keep book three in. Uh, yeah, can't keep book stock. three in stock, man. Can't keep it in stock. So I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see York. I can't wait to see Ampersand. I can't wait Agent to see three fifty five. Agent three fifty five. I can't wait to see York's sister like all like hot and like as part of the uh that yeah. that all female group that I can't remember the name of right The Amazons. Now. The Amazons, yes. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Nada. Thank you very much. Finally, I uh let's switching gears here. I wanted to your get your opinion on this recent okay. story I read. Um the election was very recent. Con- yes. controversial election. Very controversial. Some people uh some people not happy. Some yes. people very uh, extremely not happy. Okay. Some people packing their bags and moved to other countries. Okay. Yeah, and you know, no matter what, which way you lean, you've, um, you know, we're not going to get too deep into which you know who no, you voted no. for. But you know what? what I'm, I'm done. And, this this is. Yeah. Listen to it. Uh, occurred to me the the other day that when I went off on my rant about uh, whoever, sure. you know. Now listen to the Ming and Mike show. Mike went on a rant. It right good. It was now. really good. Oh, thank you. Good rant. Right now, um, you know what? There's so much negativity out there. Sure. And I'm, I'm like a, an emotional mirror. Sure. I, I soak it in and whatever it is, I become it's, – it's so weird because this, it's all getting me down. Right. And I've had some dust-ups with people. And sure. you know what? It's a lot easier to mute people. Oh, sure. Who – if you so, don't want the negativity in your life, just – 
I'm not going to get into okay. like a, a huge dust up with anybody because my candidate didn't win. I mean, I, I'm, I'm putting that <laughs> you, out you there. You went third party. But I, no, yeah. Of course. But, <laughs> he got um, 1% of the vote, but okay. And he got 3% of the vote, 3.5, which didn't make the 5% that he needed to get on the next ballot. But here's the thing. it's There's so much negativity out there. I'm, I'm just going to, you know what? It doesn't affect me on this level. And I hear a lot of people who are like, you know what? They're going to take away everyone's rights and, you know, secret police and right. Gestapo. And this is how it happened in Germany. And I, I don't think that that's the way things are going to go. But right. if it does, I'm, I'm shoulder to shoulder with, with everybody. Right. You know, they want to take you away. They're going to take me away too. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm there with you. I, I don't think that anybody, we should not go backwards. We need to go forward. Right. Which company, which country were you considering moving to? I wasn't considering, oh, I, I like it here. Okay. I like, uh, hey, you still I, like it here? I got family here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I still like it here. I mean, no matter what, we're, when it comes down to it, that whole, you know, let's make America great again. Sure. That let's, that apostrophe in there is let us. So it's us. Like we're the that. ones. I like that. We are the ones who make America great. Okay. Not any politician. Our leader, whatever you want to, however you want to embrace him or not, right. it, it uh, falls to us to be the, the stronger, better people. We can make them lead by our example. Right. All right. Preach on, Mike. Jackson. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to be, you know, too political here, but no. we make America great. Right. And that's, <laughs> when you think about it, um, England dumped all of its undesirables in America. Yeah, and here we are. We, and we were, here we, we are. Made it work. We're, we're, we made it work. We did. Out. We made it work very well. And there was once a time when we were considered the superpower in the world. Right. And we can be that again. Yeah. And it's, it starts at the... Um, it starts with the, you. It starts with the main, main street level. Yeah. You know, if you see somebody trying to... When was the last time you helped an old lady cross the street? Not that long ago, actually. Good man. Yeah. See, you are the change I want to see happen, oh, Mings. And I, I have to be the change that I want to see happen in this world. Right. And that's it. I, I mean, I don't mean to sound like <laughs> one of those motivational posters. Wow, Hang man. in there, baby. Yeah, got our new Tony Robbins. Over I here, know. Man. I'm not trying to be that, but I think that if we're, if America is going to be great again, mm -hmm. it starts with the people. Yeah. All right. Vote Quimby. Vote Quimby. All Vote Quimby. Right. Well, with that in mind, uh, our friend Umberto Ramos, comic love book, Umberto comic Ramos, legend has declared that he will no longer be attending any comic book conventions in red states. Okay. And that, you know, that is his right. Absolutely. But he is, uh, he, he's afraid. He's afraid. He's afraid. He's, uh, he, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to attend any conventions in any uh, okay. states that, that lean red. Disappointed uh, in the outcome of the election. I get that. Yeah. I, I understand it. Again, his right. And it's people's right to protest, but it's not their right to, to riot. Sure. And that's yep. what I've seen happening. A lot of, lot of bottles through plate glass windows, a lot of sure. TVs stolen and shoes. Sure. You know, this it's not your right to steal stuff yeah, from your neighbors. That was a unique way to take a stand, though. Uh, it is. Uh, but it's not the only and time it, we've seen something like this happen. And it made Ooh. news. I think my only regret is, uh, you know, it, it'll hurt him as well, financially. It, financially, it but I think that a lot of people will appreciate his stance. And yeah, people from the blue money. states will be like, hey, come to our state. Yeah, come on you know, over. Why not? Yeah, come on over. We're, we're, we welcome you with open arms. Yes. And yeah. I, I think it might help him in the, role, in the long run. Yeah. And that's, that's perfectly fine. Uh, we had the same thing with, it was South Carolina or North Carolina, which... One of the Carolinas, sure. 
whichever one uh, was like um, the transgender bathroom issue. Uh, it's North Carolina. North Carolina. Yes. Okay. North, South. I, right. I mean, it's down there and it freaks me out. So those North and South things. But um, yeah, we were going to a convention down there. They said and they canceled, canceled. It, yeah, yeah, because of the trans. trans they they right. stood in solidarity. And oh. again, that's their right. And um, for me, are are the people of the state suffering? Maybe, maybe a little bit. Maybe you know they're losing revenue, but yeah. that will motivate them to. Yeah, it was good. They took a stance. That's what makes this country great, yeah. Mike. Is so. that we reserve that right. Uh, I, I just read yesterday our friend uh, George Perez has also he's standing with decided Humberto. To, yes, yeah, decided to take this stance as well. I I think it's again his right, and I think that you know what you should you should follow your beliefs and you should you know speak your mind and right. speak your conscience. I think that's something that we've lost. Yes. A lot of people are just angry, and they're angry for no real reason. Not not that you know the whole. People are angry because their candidate didn't win. Sure. But we were faced, our backs were against the wall because of a two-party system. Sure. And our backs were against the wall, and we had, you're, it's like the Kobayashi Maru right there. Nobody I'm wins. Like, there's, it's the no-win situation. Okay. Elect one, and you get, you know, same old, same sure. old. Sure. Elect another, and you get, you know, what people are going to perceive right. as like Gestapo tactics, sure. which is... I, I I don't know. All right. But Cre- I, create that, your own destiny, Mike. Exactly. That's create your own destiny. That's pretty much what it is. It starts with you. It starts with you. That that's what grassroots is. Right. You know, you start at make here I I <laughs> keep going, Mike. Yeah, I know. It's, keep going. it's so funny. I I um I consider it like this. Okay. When you're in a plane and that mask pops down. Yes. They say for you to put the mask over your own face before you help anyone else out. Right. Make sure that Kids, you're you well it, done. Right. You're you're put well taken it, care yes, of before, and then help others. Right. And that's what the American dream is. If you can't it's, help yourself out first, then you You can't help you anyone else. Nice. So okay. you help yourself and I'm not saying being be selfish, right. but make sure that your own house is in, in order and then go out and, and move and a little bit more. A lot houses. of people put that cart before the horse. Sure. Where it's like, well, you know, I can't do anything right, so right. let me go help somebody else out. Yeah, and there are times when that can help you out, but for the most part, if your head ain't in the in the game, you're going to end up messing up yeah. and and fumbling the ball. All right, wise words from Mike Zapsick, and um, create your own destiny. Well, my destiny lies in comic books right now. Yes. So new books for the week, Mike. Woo-hoo! What are you What are you reading? What did you pick up this week? Uh, my first pick is uh, Green Lanterns number eleven. Green Lantern's number 11. Uh, we have the rookies, uh, Jessica and Simon. They're, uh, they were left in charge of Earth's defense from the Green Lantern Corps by Hal Jordan. Yes. How's that working out? Uh, not so great. <laughs> uh, but they're with the Justice League. They've done some stuff that's helped out you know, some people. It's pretty yeah, – maybe, maybe they're batting 500, yeah. which is – in the big leagues, that's great. Right. Uh, when you're yeah, when you're you know, trying to save uh, save the, thousands of save people, the universe yeah. not so good. So they uh, they tumble onto this other guy who a guy who wants his his whole uh, in number ten we're introduced to him. He wants a power ring. He's, who doesn't want a power ring? Exactly, but he really wants okay. one. Okay, so he's been going after one, and one came to him. He got his ass handed to him. 
he decided to go the hero route without the power ring, right. and he got his ass handed. Okay. To him. And at his lowest point, a ring came to him and said, "You are able to uh, overcome great fear." And he's like, "Really?" And it's like, "Yes." Yoink. And <laughs> zips out. He was not afraid to take the ring. No, but it went to uh, Simon Baz, okay. who is Earth's neophyte um, Green Lantern. And so he gets a little ticked off, and he, he's continually pursuing the, the ring. And he's like, why aren't I worthy? Why aren't I worthy? Right. And someone comes to him, Valthum, the first lantern. Yes. Uh, in canon, Valthum, anyone who was a fan of DC Comics in the Bronze Age uh, or the the silver and bronze yeah. age knows that um, Valthum was the entity inside the power ring from crime syndicates Earth, Earth three. So Valthum comes and says, "Hey, guess what? I got a, I got a ring for you. I got something for it's you. It's called the Phantom Ring, yeah. and it's supposed to have every one of the the powers of every ring. In it. Right. So now that he's going and using the Green Lantern ring to stop some stuff, and maybe his." Maybe his intentions are heroic, but his underlying motivation motivation not, isn't okay. Selfish, yes, a little selfish, selfish. because That's, he wanted that ring. Again, never works out. So um, we're treated to him saving somebody, right. but not in the way that you would expect. So it, there's going to be a throwdown. All right, very cool. All right. What do you got? I like it. I got Aquaman number 11. Ooh, Aquaman. Which starts out with uh, Aquaman saving Amnesty Bay, Massachusetts, where he's been kind of hanging out. Love from, Amnesty uh, Bay. From a threat uh, called the Shaggy Man. It's Sh- oh, Shaggy Man, of the course. Shaggy Man. An old Justice League villain. Yeah. Uh, unstoppable um, in Grant Morrison's Justice League, JLA. Um, he treated him as an Omega-level threat. He was more of an annoyance to the Justice League than right. anything else. They couldn't stop him. He would regenerate. He yeah, was just sort of like this. Cause trouble and they yep. kind of send him back. But mostly mindless. Yeah. So what um, the general did was transfer his consciousness, General Eiling, um, <laughs> transferred his consciousness. Oh, that General Eiling. Oh, <laughs> oh the, the ruckus he oh, causes. Oh, is he, isn't he played by Clancy Brown in uh, The Flash? Uh, yes, he is. Yes. And he's also he was also played by, his voice was uh, J.K. Simons in the Justice right. League cartoon. Okay, yeah. And he transferred his consciousness into the Shaggy Man. Yeah. And, you know, unstoppable because he had cancer. And he's ah, like, I okay. want to get rid of this cancer. Right. So we, I don't want cancer no more. So here. But the Shaggy Man was basically a mindless creature. Now it's got this uh, militaristic mind in it. One of the uh, best strategists on the planet. Yep. So, yeah, that, that could uh, really screw up somebody's day, especially if you're a superhero. Yeah, so uh, Aquaman uh, gets his day screwed up, winds up in the hospital. Okay. Saves, saves, saves the town. Right, of course. Winds up in the hospital. Uh, Mara and the Justice League come to make sure he's cool. Mm-hmm. Although uh, their relations are not... Very good right now. Uh, as and uh, even more uh, out of whack are the the U.S. Atlantean relations right now. Yeah. They're kind of on edge right now. Uh, they perceive Atlantis as a threat. So, well, yeah. If you read back into Throne of Atlantis in yeah. uh, Aquaman trade paperback and the Justice League trade paperback, um, the Atlanteans flooded Boston, causing hundreds of thousands of deaths. Uh, not or at least thousands right. of deaths, and also Gotham City. Yep. So yeah, yeah. When you control, yeah. you know, animals that can you know flood your everything, 
you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Well, we uh, it was revealed in this issue that uh, Black Manta is controlling a secret organization called Nemos. Okay. Which is pitting, uh, orchestrating the U.S. and the Atlanteans against each other. The discord. Right. Gotcha. And then waiting for the destruction and then Nemos uh, to come and pick up the pieces sure. and, and take over. So wow, that's sounds, what's going on right like now. Sounds like real life entry. And that flooding of Boston and Gotham uh, looks like they're going back to the... Uh, I don't know if this is a... I guess kind of a callback. They're actually. going back to the well. Back okay. to the, uh, literally, yes. Perfectly with, uh, fine. You know, wells full of water, you know, so... So, uh, yeah, so Arthur's got some workout cu- yeah, cut out for him. Yeah, does. So, Aquaman over there. What else you got? Next up, uh, I'm going to finish up my DC, very light DC week. Are we going to Nightwing number nine? Nightwing number All nine. Right. Pick- this is uh, Nightwing versus Dr. Destiny and the first meeting of Nightwing and the new Superman. Yeah. The alternate reality Superman. Um, they face down Dr. Destiny, as you would assume. But there are a couple of really touching moments um, that you get to see. I've always thought of Nightwing as a hybrid between Batman and Superman. Yeah. He doesn't have Superman's powers, but he has his mindset. Yeah, his kind of Boy Scout yep. um, motivation. The 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 cheerful optimism. Yes. You know, it's always darkest before the dawn. And right. when you see that darkness, you fight all the all the harder for, for the dawn, even though Batman also has same the same motivation, but not because of the dawn. Yeah. It's just you you fight because you're breathing. And Nightwing's like, no, you fight because there's hope. And that was always a Superman thing. And for me, you know, these guys have never met each other and they but they knew of each other's doppelgangers right. and they were close friends. So this is like the beginning of a new friendship. Nightwing, as a matter of fact, takes his name from Superman because of a Kryptonian legend. So Yeah, and they explain that in this issue. They actually. do. And I, I like uh, the theme of this issue is uh, the word echo, uh, the echoes of past relationships right? that can that uh, even transcend different Earths, different dimensions. And the really, cool. Cool th- the really cool thing is Superman says, you know, Dick Grayson is the multiversal constant. Yes. Like you are so much like the Dick Grayson of, of my, my world. Universe. Yeah, yes. that, that it's... And the one before that, and the one before that. Right. That there is one, if you you need somebody to, to call the troops, you need someone to gather everyone together uh, in a bond of like friendship and, you know, teamwork. Yeah. It's Nightwing. You call Nightwing. You don't call Superman, you call Nightwing. Yeah. Which is really cool because Bat- Batman used to call everyone and, like, all right, meet me here and give. You know, you did it because you were afraid. Superman, you did it because you were, you know, you were trying to aspire to his level of greatness. But Nightwing calls, you do it because you like the guy. Yeah. So. So we find out uh, Nightwing uh, is being haunted in his dreams by a... There's an artifact that Dr. Destiny has an artifact. Material Opticon. Kind of creates reality from the fabric of dreams, which is pretty cool. But Superman teaches Nightwing uh, a way to manipulate this as well. And uh, also call back some some of his uh, former colleagues, we should right. say. And, and the uh, really cool thing, do you know what the Materio Opticon is? is oh, you're, uh, I didn't even know how to pronounce it. So Yeah, the Materio Opticon. <laughs> okay, that's what it's called, the artifact. Yeah. The artifact. Oh, you can call it the artifact. Okay. Uh, let me make sure I'm saying it right, Materio Opticon. Um, it's from Sandman. Oh, It was cool. one of his uh, his thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Material Opticon. Yep. Hey, I got it right. Material yeah, Opticon. Good job, Mike. Very nice. So this was, and this plants the seeds of further friendship between Superman and Nightwing. Yeah, and, and we also learned the way to win a battle is not to to put aside your fears. And Nightwing's biggest fear is not being able to save the ones he loves. So right. It's a pretty cool issue, man. Yeah. 
Which I I see why you like this Nightwing character. I'm telling you, he is pretty badass. Yeah, and a uh, uh, little, little teaser, not really spoiler, but uh, you may be seeing more Bloodhaven soon. Yeah. Which, you know, n- never a bad thing. No. Never a bad thing. Some of his best stories came from Bloodhaven, so. All right, I love it. Uh, I'm going to go back to Marvel. Let's go to Marvel. Thanos number one. Thanos number one. Not on my list, but I am going right. to big, read this. Big, 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 well, big issue this week. Anytime okay. you see, you know, see Thanos, a uh, future threat in the Marvel movie universe. Yes. Always a threat in our current comic oh, book yeah. universe. Um. We see uh, Thanos has abandoned his uh, his throne on the Black Quadrant, and it's been taken over by Corvus Glaive. Not for long, though. Thanos, Thanos, basically, the whole issue is Thanos coming back and and Langways, but we find out there's a plot by his son oh, to okay. uh, to eliminate him, but he can't do it alone. So he's kind of in recruitment mode. Uh, we see a Star Fox and uh, uh, Trace Slatterus, not Trace. This. Um, one of the guys. One, one of the of, one of the guys. Yeah. They, uh, plus, uh, plus death. He's basically they're assembling a team. Okay. To come back. Star Fox. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's that's a little a, callback, right? Yeah. Star Fox. Uh, not the, uh, not the coolest of the superheroes in the Marvel universe. Right. He was never the best Avenger. He was always kind of a, uh, a Trico Trico Slatterus, the Trico, champion, oh, yeah, Tri- champion of the of universe. Of course, Trico Slatterus, the one who um, who beat the crap out of the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and which is no small feat. No, I think it was Marvel Comics nine or Marvel uh, two and one ninety six, where um, he um, he comes to Earth, and he's like, "I want to, I want to beat your your best one, and we'll use your boxing uh, as your, your championness as as the you know the form of gladiator yeah. gladiatorial combat." Was boxing. Yeah, this is my favorite splash funny. page of all time. Right, you can't see. It. You don't need to see it. Just oh, Thanos, Thanos returns. Just as Thanos returns over That's all you two need, pages. Man. It's such a. Uh, there's a lot of real estate here. Gotcha. A lot of real estate here. But if you're a fan of Thanos just coming over and laying waste to things, <laughs> this is the issue. You need this to might be up. the comic for you. All right. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see where this where this goes. But for uh, in advance of seeing Thanos on the big screen, yes, this is a worthy. Uh, this is a worthy. Worthy teaser, I guess. A worthy, a good appetizer, okay, if you will. Next up, we've got Infamous Iron Man number two. Ben Grimm comes a call in. So here's the thing: is he and, pissed? Oh my god! Oh, he's is he pissed? pissed. Okay. Oh, is he pissed? He's pissed. He's so, like this uh, is Michael Zapsic level he anger. Break, he breaks into uh, the Latvian embassy. He was actually waiting there patiently until he was not patient anymore and started knocking shit over. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, this vase." That expensive? He's, they're like, yes, it's a priceless artifact yeah. that tells the history of Latveria. Yeah. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Got anything else in here that's uh, priceless yeah. that I can take a look at? Right. And they're like, we don't know where Doom is. Dude, come on. Yeah, call, settle and no down. one really does. So okay. after Secret Wars, Victor Von Doom sort of vanished. And okay. he would pop up in Iron Man's life, in Tony Stark's life, yeah. and give him guidance because... Um, he was on the trail of Madame Mask, and Doom is trying to reform himself. Okay, right. Yeah, he's not. Uh, yeah, he's wearing suits now, and, um, and yeah, he's he took off the mask. Uh, his face is all nice and healed up, yeah. and so he's trying he's to. Gone, he's, he's gone straight. Yeah, he's yeah exactly. Yeah. That's what the Mad Thinker says. I never thought I'd see the the day that Doom goes straight. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I'm reforming myself. It's a little, it's a little jarring. Doesn't mean that he doesn't. You know, pull out all the stops, but he is much more contained, right? 
his ego is much more in check and he's he's trying to um and this is a spoiler alert for Civil War 2. He's trying to follow in the footsteps of Tony Stark. He's trying to make amends for his past deeds by taking up the mantle of Iron Man, yeah. one of a couple of people. So, um and Ben Grimm finally tracks him down and he ain't happy. Okay. You don't want to mad Ben Grimm after So, him. yeah, and just think about what Ben Grimm's uh, <laughs> battle cry is. And you know what? Number three is coming. All right. Does he say it? All right. We'll, no. we'll, we'll, we'll read it. It's You'll coming find up. Out. It's coming up. All right. It's that Next. In, uh, what is it? Infamous Iron Man? Infamous Iron Man Infam- number two. Number two. Uh, Old Man Logan number 13. Okay. You're uh, a well, huge fan of Old Man Logan. I am. I am. This is the movie. I, I, I want to see the whole this whole thing in a movie. It won't happen because of rights issues. Maybe they can trade again. I don't. It's a lot uh, of trading. Probably not going to happen. Be one of those like three team trade, like those huge deals right. that you see go down. What I think would be really cool would be if they did it as an animated. That'd be cool movie. Too, yeah. That's what Marvel should do. Is like, hey, we can't do this as a live I, action. I Let's would do like it as to see animated. that. Just kind of. Why wouldn't you? And with a with the with the blood and body count of a Japanese anime <laughs> film, that's yes. what I want to see. All right, and yeah. and if you followed along with the Mark Miller storyline, it would have that. Yeah. Well, when we last left Logan, I had gone to Japan to look for Lady Deathstrike. Mm-hmm. Runs across a group called the Silent Order, um, which uh, led by a kid who can who can see the future. Wow, sounds familiar. Uh, his future saw Logan laying waste to him and the Silent Order. Okay, and so he's uh, he, he's been trying to subdue the Wolverine, so he won't lay waste to them. And uh, well, he's got the option of fulfilling this destiny, but since he kind of already knows what what happens, he he's able to go back in his into his other alternate reality mm-hmm. before he went back into the past. Uh, he decides to change history a little I'm bit. I'm going to not kill you and gut your entire clan so okay right and the you know the kid is just a kid he's yeah. he's scared needs guidance and uh in in the end um eh, a little spoiler i guess uh logan's like hey you want you want to hang out uh with a bunch of like-minded kids in a mansion with a you nice. know I, I, I have the i have a place for you okay i have a place for you but uh he's able to what we're seeing is, uh, you know, he's able to change his own realities based on to the Jean Grey school for gifted just, youngster. Just based on things, uh, based on past experiences uh, from different futures. So he's uh, he's he's able to he's able to change things. He's trying to change things for the better. Anyway, that's good. And, and, uh, that, and well, they, that should be doesn't always necessarily involve him directly, but it gotcha. kind of does. So, so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Old Man Logan, number thirteen. Okay. Jessica Jones, number two. This is, I mean, I love Jessica Jones. Not just the the TV show. Yeah. Kristen Ritter. Yeah, you were reading, you were reading Alias back reading in the day. way back in the day. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite, she's one of my favorite characters to come out of the, you know, the yeah. early 2000s. Well, we're seeing her in The Defenders. And we will. Um, and are they, they're doing a season two, right? They are. Okay, good. So here's the thing. She, uh, she's pregnant with Luke Cage's child. Yeah. And she had a baby daughter. So, and they got married yes. and whatever. Now we're, f- um, Have we Brian Michael Bendis. Or? Yes. Brian Michael Bendis drops us in the middle of Jessica's story like a couple of years, not eh, a year later. Okay. After Just add the age events. of the kid, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm looking. She's, she's taking her first steps. Oh, so. okay. Okay. Yeah. Like year and a half. Months, yeah. 18 yeah. months. Yeah. Maybe a little more so. advanced. You know, she is the son of. Or so, daughter, your daughter? Daughter. Oh, daughter of Luke Cage and yes. Jessica Jones probably 
walking like flying. Maybe, Flying. Yeah. All right, let's not go that far. Yeah, probably probably walking more like out of year, though. Right. I would. So we've got um, her walking. Jessica was in jail for some reason, and none of her friends bailed her out. There was something that happened, and we're we're slowly okay. finding out what about happened? stuff. And we still haven't, but she's she took her daughter and hid the daughter from Luke Cage. And Luke wants his daughter back. And he's not afraid to rip off car doors to find out yeah, where good she at is. That. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, uh, Jessica was working a case. And like every case that Jessica works, uh, there are complications. Sure. She, uh, a wife wants to find out why her husband is going nuts, saying that he's from an alternate reality. Right. And he doesn't belong here. And so it's it's kind of kind of heartbreaking yeah so you know he might be schizoid or he might be it's never easy with her is it it's never easy in the marvel universe because no, if you wake up and you're like i'm not in the right she's reality got, she's got a lot of issues it's entirely possible you're not in the right reality right it's and it's really weird and she brings her baggage and she even says it one of the lines in here uh bendis puts it perfectly he's like my my bag of garbage is spilling into her bag of garbage, right. and I can't have this because Luke is like, "Where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? Where's my daughter?" He's sending all the Avengers after her. Yeah. So she is sort of she's trying to lie low and just get some semblance of her life back. Right. But she has a kid with her. She uh, no, she's no, hidden her kid. She's hidden the kid. But Oof, she okay. brings the kid in to see her. Right. So, okay. That's all pretty right. cool. Okay. Wow. All right. That's. That's, That's it for you? It's heavy, Doc. No, no, no. I got one more. I got okay. one more. Uh, Kiss, number two from Dynamite Comics. Nice. Written by our friend Amy Chu. Uh, we love Amy. Yeah, if you read the first issue, uh, we learned the events of something called the Great War and uh, human civilization being driven underground and content for the most part. But uh, uh, if not for these meddling kids who go off the grid and uh. find out that they're... Uh, they're find out there's a different past and uh um, everything's run by a everything's run by computer systems and uh they find out a ancient computer system uh, off the grid and they find out they they discover four avatars of the original four founders which of course are the of course are, the cat are, man, are the cat the man the star the star child and the other one that i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, that's okay. uh, reminds me it's very thx 1138 actually where you find out that your reality is not really your or reality. the matrix yes or something or somewhat of the matrix so they're not they're not all plugged in or logan's run yeah or any other yeah but not only uh not only is the current current regime trying to bury the uh not Trying to bury and not make the older regime known, but uh, they discover there may be a resistance hiding uh, in the vast underground city um, that they thought was maybe contained in a smaller area, and they find a map and it's like massive, a lot so, bigger. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. So the world's bigger than they thought. Yeah. So cool. we we meet we meet the Kiss members, but uh, we don't there we don't see a whole lot. We haven't seen a whole lot of them. Okay. Yet. Yeah. So great job, Amy. Cool. Too. We gotta get her back in. Yeah, we do. I'll give. I'll give her. If uh, if things slow down, which or not, they won't. Well, maybe in December we'll get her in. All right. Cool. Let's try. Yeah. And my last one is Amazing Spider-Man twenty-one. It's a clone conspiracy tie-in, and herein we find out what the deal is. What's up with uh, a new you? And we find out that well, we found out in up leading up to this clone conspiracy yeah. that. Um, 
Miles Warren, the Jackal, the guy who bedeviled Peter with his original clones yes. of Gwen Stacy and him. Um, he's back and he's, for some reason, he's fixated on Peter and Gwen. I have no idea why. Uh, probably because, you know, the some, proto prototypical couple. Beautiful. Sometimes you can't run from what you truly like or dislike. Okay. But this one has uh, the story of Kane, who was like the, f the very first failed clone of Peter Parker. Yeah. And we find out that um, there's a disease out there that um, has been spreading through the multiverse. And it turns people into zombies. The zombie, the old zombie, the old zombie game. apocalypse. Yes, yeah. uh, well, and, back in the uh, the Amazing Spider-Man world. Yeah, and and Kane is trying to jump from reality to reality to find Patient Zero. Okay, he's unable to do it, but he finds out that uh, Parker Industries is at the center of all of this. So he's shocking. I know, shocking. So somebody's using Peter's company to um, start the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, Wow. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I, I would have. <laughs> the alien apocalypse starts at Parker Industries. Yeah. Why not? Possibly. Yes. All right. That's where we're heading. Yes. All right. I like it. Uh, I'm going to stick to. Uh, I got a piece of comic book news here. Um, cool. We, we, Let's go. we have all these Marvel Star Wars titles out. Right. The great Star Wars, Han Solo. Darth Vader just ended, unfortunately. Dr. Afra is coming. Dr. Afra. And uh, there's, a new, there's another one coming in uh, soon. I believe next year, five issue miniseries centered around Darth Maul, Mike. Yes, I heard about this. Darth Maul takes a place before the events of a Phantom, uh, Phantom Menace, okay. before episode one, and written by our friend Colin Bunn. Okay. So I've seen the covers already. They look amazing. Very cool. I, I was never a huge uh, Maul fan. Really? Never. I didn't think that. I mean, you didn't think, yeah, kind of cool. Darth Maul was cool? But to take the place of Vader, no. No, not to take the place, but to compliment uh, or just as a, a another. Sith Lord, uh, there can only be one Sith Lord and one apprentice. All right, well, one okay, well, there can be many Sith Lords and many apprentices, though. And why not, I you know, know Darth, Darth Vader, cool, little burned up, little, he's got a little mentally deranged, but Darth Maul, man, come on, just pure menace. I mean, that pure, was, that was yeah, his, that was his whole reason for being. I, I like my, yeah, which is why, layered. Uh, right, but. Awesome, nonetheless, which was why I was so pissed at End of Phantom Menace. I'm like, that's it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> is, I thought that, that one was movie? I know. I thought like, that, that was kind of a waste as yeah, well. Yeah, and I know. I think he doesn't he come back in the Clone Wars. Like, they he does. Find his, uh, whatever. They put like, legs he, on him or something. Yeah, they, they gave him like spider legs or yeah. something. So, yeah, a lot like uh, Grievous. Right. So. so, I guess he lives on, but I wanted to see like all of him. Like, go on for three movies, like, laying waste to Jedis, and it didn't happen. That would so, have been cool. Actually, yeah. that would have been cool. Just, actually, if they had said, state state his purpose. He is pure malice. Right. He is the, the fist of the Emperor. Yeah. And even, I mean, you can call him Darth Maul, but have him be, like, I am the fist of the Emperor. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So, we get him back for at least five issues okay. in the community. So, the, I guess this is inevitable that we see a, a Darth Maul prequel marvel prequel comic book of course. So, but this is uh this is cool also uh one of my favorite movie one of my favorite i don't want to say movie franchise because i don't like the whole franchise but i do like the first one it's in my top okay five movies of all time highlander highlander yes highlander, they're rebooting yeah highlander comic um yeah i heard they were gonna reboot the first one which i don't think they need to nah. but uh we also get a comic book miniseries which has okay. been announced which uh, takes place before the events of the 1986 movie. With Duncan McLeod? Connor. 
Duncan's the TV version. Okay, then with Adrian Paul. Yeah, you got which, it. Which uh, first couple seasons I liked, right. but I think nothing beats that first movie, man. Okay, that first movie is, to me, is amazing. It's almost perfect. Okay, and I, I'm not, you know, I'm not really. I I like like laser swords and guns and, gotcha. and ray guns and stuff, but you know, for they made swords cool. They yeah. made, made beheading people cool. Well, I mean, yeah. beheading people was always cool. Yeah, but two reasons. Well, not not. Eh, oh my god! But two reasons: Christopher Lambert and freaking Sean Connery, man. Yes. Do we get do we get to see uh, you know uh, Ramirez in comic book form? That would be amazing. I'm and it's so funny because I'm sitting here going, nah, you know, beheadings really aren't cool because yeah. I mean the whole Sean Bean thing, right? It's I'm, Ned Stark. I I don't want to. Yeah, see yeah, that. yeah. It's, it's actually kind of heartbreaking. Sure. <laughs> there sure. can only That's, be one Ned. Right. It's like oh bummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, right. Yeah, beheading. You know, what yeah, if they do it cleanly? You know, head goes it in the basket. Still sucks. Yeah, it's still the guy that you were cheering for the whole season, and you're like, really? That's where they're going with that? Yeah. That so sucks. I don't know if we'll see Sean Connery in this. The uh, the events taking place are uh, uh, kind of cloud trying to settle in the U.S. somewhere uh, right. before the events of uh, before. So I think we're gonna see like uh, revolutionary or whatever colonial civil war like Philadelphia. Okay. And new and old Battle old, of Bunker Hill, old school New York. Uh, Sean Connery's getting a little long in the tooth. He's eighty-seven now. See, eighty-seven looks still looks great. So. Though, still, man. he looks fantastic. Yeah. But I think he he pretty much retired from, from acting. Acting. All right, yeah. Is he still hitting women? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, uh, did you ever hear that clip? He's like, cool, if yeah. they deserve it, yeah, they okay deserve to give a, a smack. It's like, give, really? Smack, you yeah. said that? Yeah. But it was the seventies, and it was like. Even in the seventies, it's like no, you don't do that. Yeah. Even I knew that. I was like, like eight or nine. Like, no, you don't hit women. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Yeah. Uh, I got a little piece of news here. I thought you might feel think was funny. Uh, Michael Shannon, who played uh, General Zod in yes. uh, Man of Steel, says here that he fell asleep watching Batman versus Superman. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. He said, uh, "People ask me about this all the time. Okay, I'll tell you the God's honest truth. Zack Snyder is going to kill me for this. He's going to kill me. I watched it once and I fell asleep. I know. I know." I was on an international flight and I was tired. I shouldn't have been watching it on a plane, but I never go to the movies anymore. I don't have time to see anything. I used to go to the movies all the time when I was 20 years old and I wasn't working 10 days a week. So, okay. <laughs> I, he fell asleep. He fell asleep. General Zod fell asleep, Mike. I, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, was, he, he's, he was working. Of course he Talked was. I don't know what he's working on now. And but. I'm telling you, flights, you... you, you you get in there and you you, you do settle what you in and you're yeah, there for you know you're there for a while yeah yeah but you made a commitment uh, Michael come on you should have at least stayed right away you know do you think he was sitting down he has he's got his peanuts he's got uh he's got know, a martini he's got in a mar- first class come mar- on. martini swipes his credit card pays the eight dollars for yeah. Batman <laughs> Superman and <sighs> yeah I know he's like he can, can, I, get, can I, I get the eight bucks back can you get my eight dollars back yeah yeah so um. And uh, finally, Micah, I know you're a big fan of the Green Hornet. Sure. Not a big fan of the Seth Rogen movie. I don't even no, know if you ever saw it. I didn't. Okay. No one really liked it. I, I've yet to meet anybody who was like, yeah, man, that movie was cool. But they went for a more campy tone. I know it didn't really work out. Uh, they're, they're going back, though. They're going back, Mike. To and the movies? They're going back to the movies. Uh, they, have a, they have a director. They have a writer. And um, his intention is to bring a gravitas to the Green Hornet that wipes away the camp and kitsch of the previous iteration. Uh, he's described his take on the title character as Batman Upside Down meets Born Inside Out by way of Chris Kyle uh, from American Sniper, calling Britt Reed the anti-Bruce Wayne, which was 
kind of the intent anyways that's right? that's what he was supposed to be yeah i mean Britt reed was supposed to he he inherited all this money he's like listen i have way too much money i i, I want see to do social injustice yeah. yeah let's get let's get this show on the road yeah and he had his uh, or saved someone's life in uh shanghai right was kato yeah so and yeah. kato became indebted to him so yes yeah i i i'm all for this I think it's fantastic. I think taking in simplicity, man. Yeah. Simplicity, simplicity, simplicity. Right. The more you convolute something, the the worse it turns out. Right. So keep it simple. My that's been Mike's mantra all along. To keep everybody. it simple. Yeah. Come on. You don't need a fifty million dollar or a five hundred million dollar budget no, you for don't. something. No. For this you need a really kick ass car. Yes. And you and need two kick ass cast members. That's and it. And I guess some kind of villain or something, but Yeah, and don't make it like um, I don't know. Don't don't make it. <laughs> who was the villain in uh, in the movie? Unforgettable or forgettable. Okay, forgettable. forgettable. I'm sorry. Forgettable. Yeah, very forgettable. So unrememberable. Yeah. There you go. All I remember is uh, Cato made a mean cup of coffee. Okay. Like he made the those lattes I like with the little like the, oh, the, the hearts faces and shit. In there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I remember. If that's if that's your takeaway that cool. from the movie. Yeah. It wasn't a good movie. Oh, and he had this gun that would knock people out for like three days. Uh, like a, like it was the, a lot like of the, people have a gun like that that can knock people out forever. Yeah. So yeah, well, it was temporary. So that's um, all I remember from the movie. They should have the hornet sting. Oh yeah, they need the hornet the, sting. Yeah, need the hornet yeah, sting. Yeah, the gun, whatever that gas gun or whatever. The gas gun and uh, like the the hornet. Uh, yeah, those are the the uh, the darts. Yeah, the darts. You need the darts. Yeah, that's it. Darts, Easy. the electro staff, and the the gun, the yeah. gas gun. I remember. Yeah, yeah, you blow apart doors and stuff. And yeah, you man. need a kick-ass car, a kick-ass car that can go up against the Batmobile. Yeah, easy. It's not so, that hard. No, it's not that hard. And hard. I, I don't see it. And I, I see him being like the part of a, um, you know, an online news organization, not the Sentinel paper. Yeah, when I mean, you update. But yeah. Yeah, don't Bob, do it I, too much. I can see this being kick-ass. I yeah. can see this being the greenhorn that we've always wanted. The TV show was fantastic, yeah. and the reason why it got canceled is because it it fell under the the purview of the Batman TV series, right. which was campy, but Green Hornet was, it was not more serious. Yeah, it was very serious. Yeah. You know, he was taking on um, you know the mob. Yeah, it wasn't talk, taking like General Gum or, or Colonel Colonel Gum. Gum. Or yeah, I know that's. Uh, that was for or the Batman or, TV yeah. show, yeah, and it worked so. for them. So it did, and I love Roger Car- Carmel. He was great. <laughs> He's uh, Harry Mudd on Star Trek. Yeah. How can you not love him? Exactly. But you know, if, if you don't do a tongue in cheek, if you do it like straight, yep, you can't fail. Right. But if you, that's when you try to get too clever. When you're trying to get yeah. clever, that's where you fail. Yeah. So don't 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 monkey around with it. Don't monkey around yeah. with it. All right. Cool. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Thank you, Mike. If you're in the Atlanta area this weekend, come see me and Brian at Heroes and Villains. Go Fan see Fest. the boys. We, uh, we're going to miss you, Mike. Sorry, I have to it's work, right. but... Understand. Um, we're going to miss you. Just want to uh, let you know that. Was was Georgia one of the red states? I think it was, yes. Then that's why I'm not going. Yes. Yeah, so it has nothing yeah, to do with me yeah. not working. Yeah, I'm Mike, just Mike, protesting. Mike's protesting the red states. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. We're going to tell everyone you said that. Please we're do. Said that. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>